Welcome back to J. Tom Lawler right here on the campus of Merrimack College where the score at the end of the first period of play is number 16 ranked UMass 1 and Merrimack 1. I'm Mike Macknick with John Leahy. This first intermission, as always, is brought to you by Fuddruckers, an official partner of Merrimack Athletics. Make sure you stop in at Fuddruckers for a burger or delicious salad before or after the next Warrior game located just down the street from Merrimack at 550 Turnpike Street. We also have locations in Reading and Salem, New Hampshire. Well, big weekend here at Merrimack Homecoming weekend, also uh, inducting the uh, Merrimack, uh, new members into the Merrimack Hall of Fame, and joining us, Jim Ribnack. Actually, I think Jim actually uh, inducted last year, we were able to make it, so they kind uh, of extended over this year, so you were able to take part in the ceremony, which was last night, uh, played for the Warriors from 1985 to 1989, and uh, really part of some, some of the best teams that ever played here, including that 1988 team that went on to the NCAA tournament, pulled the upset over Northeastern in the first round, went on to Lake Superior State, beat him in the first game before the Lakers would end up winning the series and the national championship. But boy, you had a terrific career here. The team was outstanding. Uh, you know, during your four years here, uh, I guess first of all, what do you what do you think back to? What do you remember from that? Well, you know, everything. I mean, the guys were here today. We're talking, and it was a really special four years. We had a great group of guys like Ron Anderson put together a really good team, and you know, you know, every uh, it's two times I've come back now in a year, and like you get here and you just, you know, it's hard to explain, but you know, you really feel a lot. Like I had so much pride in Merrimack and you know when you play pro hockey you play a lot of games and it's different because you're supposed to lose a bunch of them but at Merrimack we were so used to winning and when you lost you know you, you felt bad for the school you know so to be inducted in the Hall of Fame and everything it's really cool it's a wonderful experience. Now how did you end up coming down in 1985 from Montreal to, to come here to North Bay or a small town in Massachusetts and, and play hockey in Merrimack? Actually it was pretty simple you know I was playing AAA in Montreal and I was one of the better goalies at the time in Quebec so I had a lot of interest from American college teams, but a lot of them told me to wait here because I was only 17 years old. So Rick Dion was already a scholarship here. Well, he got his scholarship that year, and he told Ronnie Anderson that I was waiting here. So he came to see me practice. He spoke to my parents. And, hmm, a month later, I'm from Merriman. So, you know, I didn't want to wait a year going to play junior B in Ontario. And I said, you know, it's a small school, and it was a great opportunity. At 17, I said, you know what? Uh, Some of the great players that you played with, I saw Jimmy Vizio over there. We get to see him uh, a lot here. Certainly he's scouting and he, he's in the rink a lot, of course. Uh, uh, you know, one of the greatest players that, that played here as well. Who are some of the, the other guys maybe that you stay in touch with, any of them? Well, Rick Beyond lives in Montreal still. I think he's second in scoring behind Jimmy Vc, you know. And like I said, Mark Fashion, but he lives in uh, Alabama. You know, we're in touch with him a while. There's a few guys in Montreal like Ben LeBeau and I guess, you know, Pascal actually drove up with me today. But, you know, like, like we're joking around. Like, back in the day, we didn't have cell phones, we didn't have so, you know, like, it was hard to touch with these guys because everyone went every way. Now it's easy. Like, so, you know, you know, last year when we were here, we bunched, you know, a lot of guys got together and we kept in touch. So, you know, it's, it's really good. But, again, you know, it's different now, you know. Like, they're everyone with uh, social media and stuff like that. Old-timers, I, I don't do that stuff, you know. Like, I'm like, come on, what is that? Well, the school certainly changed a lot since you've been here, right? I mean, what, what jumps out to you? Uh, you know, they're going to Division One for one thing and everything next year. Uh, a lot of changes here. Well, that's that's fantastic. When I heard that, the, the whole the whole entire athletics is going. That that's really neat. And but again, what what changed? Oh my God, when you walk in here, like I, I said last night when I got inducted, then I was talking to uh, Jeremy, and I was just like, 
this place is just like these kids are spoiled now. Like, my God, if this is where we played my four years, uh, I would have been excited. Like, this is incredible. Like, their facilities, what they come into every day, and all the extras that we didn't have, and now these kids take it for granted because everybody has it, you know? No, it's really special. They did a great job. And like I said, uh, you know, going to a big school or going to Merrimack, I take Merrimack because, you know what, it's just a great, uh, great setup here. And, uh, it's a great institution. Did you get a chance to go down and talk with uh, with any of the players, or, you know, Coach Warwick? And, and how are the players different, I guess, these days from, from your days when you were growing up? I would not know. I don't hang out around hockey anymore, and I'm too old. But, no, I, I talked to Scott quickly just before the game to congratulate me and stuff and just, you know, said a few nice words and asked, you know, if I'm ever in town to come speak to the team and stuff like that. But, again, like, I'm out of hockey now. You know, I don't play. I have two new hips. Uh, I play golf. And, uh, you know, so I'm out of touch, really. You know, I watch the highlights every day. I still love the sport. But, you know, more than that, I, I don't play hockey recreation because I, I can't, you know. So. Well, watching the first period there, uh, it's a 1-1 game here at the end of one. Uh, give us your analysis of that first period. Well, to me, like I said, everything's quick to me now. You know, like, we were, this, we were here this morning, we were watching the practice, and I'm standing right behind the goalie, and the shots are coming in, and I'm like, I forgot that, like, a puck, you know, it's quick. I mean, everyone's so big, the goalies move so well. Like, honestly, like, if you watch video, like, back in the day, like, you saw Patrick Block, when he started, when he finished, he changed so differently because hockey changes. It's the same thing now. With goalie equipment, the way they play, like, I don't know if I would be able to move that way, you know? Like, everybody is down in that position. Those pads are light, and they all have that same similar style, but it's so quick. Every, everything happens so fast, and everybody's laughing, you know? Like, everybody is very athletic, so it makes it a very quick and a fast game. Well, your former team, Jim, the Washington Capitals, won the Stanley Cup. I'd like to get your thoughts on that. Yeah, I was ecstatic. I mean, seriously, I mean, Ted Leone's just one of the best owners in hockey, and, like, just a quick, like, I think he bought, like, I think I read that four. Hundred Stanley Cup rings for everybody who worked. Like even Alan May is a friend of mine still I play with. He's a color guy and stuff. He got a ring too, you know. And he's a color guy. You know, I, I was like, I always cheer for the teams I play for, the three. And so the fact that they went that, I'm like, please, this one time, like they deserve it. And the fact that they won, that was fantastic. And the one guy I, I hope would get a ring would be Ron Weber, their radio guy. I don't know if he did, but I hope I hope that he did anyway. Oh, that's true. You know, Ron was there for yeah. He's a great man, and he did a lot. I don't know what he's up to now, but yeah, I would hope that, you know, I would not be surprised that Ted would get one, because, you know, he, he put in so many quality years for the Caps, and he's such a great individual, a very special character, unique, and, you know, uh, actually, just bring up his name, I was like, oh my god, I haven't heard that name in a while. Uh, I would think he did, yeah, you know, definitely. Talking about that 1988 year, where you guys ended up, I think, 34-6, and six, you are, uh, as we said, you know, you won the ECAC, perfect, if I remember right, 25-0, and 0, and then you know, went out to the NCAA tournament. What do you remember the most from that year? I mean, is it the, the records, the uh, the team's record on the ice, the numbers or whatever, or is it, you know, something else that's maybe a little more special to you? You know, like, honestly, as a goaltender, I, I couldn't care less, and I say this honestly about record. Like, when they announced me yesterday, I told them, take off the shutout. Like, that means nothing. You know, like, if you told me I was 25-0 and 0 with a 3.2 goals against average and 8.90 save percentage over 25-0 and 0, compared to 15-5 and 5 and I have 10 shutouts, I'd be like 25-0. and 0. You know, so, like, that team that year, you know, if our team didn't play that well that night, I had a good game. I stopped at say 40, so we won. A lot of times I didn't have to make a lot of big saves because our team was so good. You know, so everybody did their job at the right time. And, you know, the days where I was counted on to make the big saves against the D1 teams, I, I, I performed well, you know. It, you know, it was a very special team and absolutely. And trust me, when we lost, uh, I think it was the first time I seen, like, that many grown, like, grown kids cry. 
yeah, it was pretty special. You guys had a, certainly had a special year that year, and that team really set the stage for, uh, you know, this team wouldn't be in Division One if not for what you guys did back then. So you, you guys got the ball rolling there. So congratulations on that. Congratulations also on being named to the Hall of Fame. Uh, thanks for joining us as well. Uh, come back and see us again sometime. Thank you much. I appreciate it. That's Jim Rivnack, Merrimack alum and Merrimack Hall of Fame member. The score at the end of the first period is UMass 1, Merrimack 1. John and I are back with more right after this. This is Warrior Hawk.